All right, welcome into the program. Thank you for joining us. This is the Running Event Podcast, sponsored by Formula 4 Media. We are the team from Pace the Nation. I've got Docs to my left. Docs, you there? Hi, everybody. And Joanna? How's it going? All right, so the mics work. We're here in the Austin Convention Center. And, of course, the mics work because Docs is all over it, working on it diligently all day. Yes, this was my day. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Thrilled to be here at the running event. We finally made it. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, We've got uh, a lot of exciting uh, information to share, guests to get to over the next few days. Uh, We've had a good day one so far. Um, I came in last night and was able to sleep in and get a nice run around the lake. Uh, how huh. how would you how'd you guys do? I think well, I didn't get to sleep in. <laughs> okay. yeah, I was going to say I think that we had a very similar experience, except mm-hmm. that we had to get up way too early. Yep. And actually, you know, talking about the podcast equipment, I waited till the very last minute, and then probably a little bit beyond that to work on the travel box. Uh, which was a big arts and crafts right. uh, exercise. And in that exercise, I did trial and error. So what you see here is actually version two. Nice. Uh, which kept me up very late last night, and I got very little sleep. Well, you did a great job, Docs. You're the only reason we actually can broadcast here. You've, you've, he's got a Pelican case of all kinds. It looks like timing equipment in there. That's what people thought it was when we were in the hotel lobby today was timing equipment. It's actually podcasting equipment. Yeah, everybody is in a, a very, very narrow frame of mind here at the running event. <laughs> well, Joanna, your day uh, started with an early wake-up call. Flight here, pretty uneventful getting here? Well, there was two flights here. Oh, okay. I was asleep for both of them. Right. All right. All right. That, that I'm also jealous of because, uh, <laughs> although I, I'm glad because on the first flight, she was sitting behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the first 30 minutes, she was kicking my seat like a <laughs> little five-year-old. Yeah. Well, uh, a big day here at the running event. Uh, did you guys get to see, once you were here, did you get to walk around? Did you see anything? Give me, give me your, the, the, the most notable thing you saw or best experience that you had today. Chris, I kid you not, when Joanna and I were outside this afternoon, we saw a Santa Claus on a mule salmoning down the wrong side of the road, wow. waving to everybody. Okay. In the whole Santa outfit, everything. Uh, yes. Wow. It was, it was okay. like a legit Santa Claus. I don't think that was associated with the running event. Anything uh, similar, Joanna, or is that? Well, I saw that as that. well. Okay, so but, that's top. Um, I did see a new product that's going to come out in March, and it's a bunion sock. Oh, nice. And I'm really excited about okay. that All because right. I am thinking about having bunion surgery, so maybe I try the sock first. There you go. Well, Chris, I, I don't want to uh, have my Santa Claus experience take away from the running event. Okay. Because this is my first running event it that is. I've done. Yep. Uh, and I'm very impressed. It's, it's uh, I, I mean, I know that you guys told me what to expect, yeah. but it is, it is bigger than I thought. Yeah. You asked about our flights, and during our connection in Charlotte, Joanna was actually commenting on uh, the people waiting to get on the plane to Austin and saying, you know, we're kind of playing a game. Like, who do you, which of these people do you think are coming to the running event? Mm-hmm. That's a good game. Uh, it was. It was. Joanna is really good at it. But maybe like the game we played last week, she cheated. I don't know. Uh, but <sighs> <laughs> but she had like th- there are a few indicators. I mean, like first and foremost, you look at the shoes. Sure. Uh, second, backpacks. Mm-hmm. Backpacks. We're giving people away. Yep. I mean, it's it's really obvious when people are like decked out in 
all athletic gear, you know, it, that's kind of an obvious thing. But there are certain things that you can see that, that uh, people were wearing or, uh, you know, possessed with them that that kind of gave you a pretty good indicator that they were coming for the running event as well. Well, and but then when they were talking about the Indy 5K, you knew for yes, sure. Yeah, yeah. So many, co- this is the most conversations. You know, I, I fly a lot. I travel a lot. Uh, this is the most times I've heard people talking about 5Ks uh, <laughs> while waiting to board an airplane ever in my life. Well, um, then you're in the wrong line of business <laughs> in your uh, day job. Docs. I guess so. Uh, no, but I'm, I'm very impressed with uh, how, how big it is, how many people have come out, people from all over, uh, how many different uh, products are represented, and, and uh, the, the number of speakers and workshops that they have uh, lined up here. Yeah, there's also um, some good parties to go to, um, and usually on Tuesday night, we go to the Hoka party that has, I know that Scott Dvorak and Keith Dowling are in the band, and they make this band up, and they, they partner with uh, a real rock star. I talked to Keith this morning. They partner with a real rock star. They practice one time. And then they play music tonight. So that's going to be uh, something for us to look forward to. And we'll have to recap on tomorrow's show. It seems like uh, if I had heard about this earlier, yeah. I might have been able to be in that band. <laughs> well, Chris is in a band. He's Keith Moon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Joanna, bringing up a, another highlight of, of yeah. the uh, afternoon is, is when you interviewed Walter Robb. When you interviewed Walter Robb, yes, and he claimed that you look like Keith Moon of the Rolling Stones, which was news to these Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fans, right. uh, thinking all this time that Keith Moon was the drummer for the Who, uh, and not uh, Keith Richards, the lead guitarist for the Rolling Stones. So uh, you learn something new every year too. Well, you know, yeah, I I heard that from Walter, and I had no idea who he was talking about either way. So I just mm-hmm. politely nodded. Homer Simpson nodding politely. All right. Well, we're excited to talk about a lot of the new products that we'll see over the next few days. Uh, and, and again, you're joining us. We're adding extra content uh, to, to the running event. We really appreciate uh, Mark and the guys at Formula 4 Media for allowing us to uh, broadcast. And today I'm excited that we're going to have our first guest while we're here in Austin is going to be none other than Meb Kovleski who uh, just did a, a great breakout session about running into his 40s and injuries and staying healthy and running. And then he uh, unveiled uh, a new docu- documentary that uh, they showed a couple snippets of uh, to some of the folks here at the running event. So we'll talk to him about that. I want to ask him about retirement, how's it, how, how that's going. Uh, Docs and I are actually, we were the same year I believe, in school as Meb. Is that right, Docs? Docs and I are college teammates for, for folks who didn't. Realize. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's the same year or if it was one year apart, okay. but uh, I, I think it's the same year. We ran, we ran for UVA. He ran for UCLA. Yeah. A little different running uh, trajectories. Really? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, we'll have to talk to him and yeah, find I'm out sure how, his, how his career ended up. I know what mine did. I know what yours did. Yeah. So we'll just see. Uh, what his where his path took him yeah all right we look forward to that so next up here on the running event podcast brought to you by formula four media it's meb kafleski he's joining us here next on the running event podcast stay with us
All right, welcome back to the Running Event Podcast brought to you by Formula 4 Media. And now, Joanna and Docs, we are excited to be joined by one of the greatest marathoners in American history of all time. It's Meb Kowalski. He's joining us here. Meb, how are you? I'm doing well, Chris. Thanks for having me. Well, absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, man. I uh, really appreciate you giving us a little bit of time here. You just came out of a breakout session, and great information, man. You were talking about running into your 40s. Now, Docs and I are around your age. We, we ran at Virginia. Well, I mean, truth be told, I think we went to high school at the same time, okay. but now we are much younger than you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't so know how that works We graduated out. college 98. Our running careers were a little different than, than your career, but you gave us some great information that we need. Uh, Joanna's much younger, but we much need younger. about running into your 40s. You know, talk about a little bit about what you talked about in that breakout session. Well, it's great to be here at the running event to be able to just share ideas and, uh, you know, we, whether gender or male female age you know the beauty of running is you can do your own pace and your own time and the same distance there's a lot of distances from 5k to 10k to half marathon and marathon and full marathon so it's fun to be able to just enjoy with a friendship here but also i think the topic was how to run in your late 40s or beyond and Mm -hmm. i think you know run one less mile so if you run 10 10 minute pace for a mile or 12-minute pace, use that time, split it in half, do a five-minute or six-minute stretch before you go for a run, and then do the same thing afterward because avoiding injuries. You know, and to recover from injuries harder as you get older. So, therefore, for sure. I've been there before, yeah. and uh, you think it's going to heal one day, and then it's a week later, two weeks later, you're still dealing with it. So, I think to be able to just maximize your ability to keep running, consistency, uh, stretching after a run is a great idea and before. So, and core exercises and drills. And, you know, you have maybe 30 an hour of running to do. So, you have to, how effectively can you use that time, you know? But I always say re- less run one less mile. Okay, I to like do, that. To do the stretching and uh, core workouts. So uh, you've just winded down an amazing career that, you know, all the, the listeners of who are at this running event have followed very closely. Um, so you are officially retired. Is that true? You're too young to retire. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to retire a long time ago, <laughs> yeah. so 10 years ago, probably <laughs> after I didn't make my first Olympic team. But we humans put limitation ourselves, yeah. and, and uh, I am officially done and yeah. I'm in the of marathon. And I still like to probably do half marathon here and there, but 26 marathons, and uh, I'm completely happy with that. And then I don't know what people often ask, what do you want to do that point to? I, I keep it open, I guess, point yeah. two two percent chance of, <laughs> <laughs> of something. You look fit. Yeah, man. I still love yeah. I love running. I love yeah. running. I think I probably have, I was sick about a week and a half ago, but other than that, I only missed probably in the last three weeks, maybe a week, so the two okay. weeks I have run. I love going out the door and go for a run and stretch and, you know, it's part of uh, my new uh, way of life, I guess. Well, I saw you on social media recently, um, so it's good to hear you're out running. You're playing some soccer with your kids. So, I mean, that's something new, right? That's got to be pretty cool. You know, soccer is my passion. I always wanted to do that. And then uh, with the girls, they always say, hey, let's go back in the backyard and play soccer. And then <laughs> you just ran 25, 27 miles. <laughs> and it's like little tweak will kill you, you know. And uh, so I learned from other mistakes. I know Dayton had a little incident with that, playing mm-hmm. in the backyard. So, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was fun to be able to, they, uh, I, it was my choice. I said, hey, you guys want to play soccer? They're like, yeah, where do you want to go? We went to Mission Bay Park and spent about an hour and a half or so. And then afterward, I treated them. They always wanted me to have ice cream. So I am retired. I went for ice cream <laughs> afterwards. So they were a happy day for all of everybody. So That's now that you're retired, um, 
Is the biggest change in your day-to-day just that it has more soccer and ice cream in it? Like, how, how has your life changed since you've entered into retirement? You know, three things I think that has changed into my retirement. When I was a professional athlete, I always drove to workouts mm-hmm. because I, not to run on pavement. You know, all our house, I'm most on our pavement. So, uh, and then two, I don't do the drills as much now just mm-hmm. because for time efficiency. And I'm recovering, still in the recovering process from New York. And, um, you know, yeah, I can have a little dessert and (laughs) (laughs) here and there not feeling guilty having a wine or dessert. So, yeah. I tell you what, I I can't wait to retire. (laughs) It's all soccer and ice cream. It sounds great. (laughs) So although you retired, it seems like a lot of your sponsors have have kind of re-upped with you. So that's great. Talk about some of your sponsors and what you're doing with them. Oh, I'm very fortunate to have mm-hmm. the sponsors that I have with uh, whether it's a sketch or something until 2023 uh, with them and uh, to be able to, you know, have KT Tape. I'm here, I am have KT Tape and also a lip to go uh, and CEP Socks is on board, the Generation You Can, Epson is on board. So, yeah, uh, United Airlines, uh, uh, NYAC, I have to be mm-hmm. a competitor, but I'm thankful for the for giving me a lifetime membership. So <laughs> that's, <huge>. that's huge. <laughs> that's good. That's huge. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, Crave Jerky is there. To be, no, it's all about, I try to be authentic as I can. I don't, I don't want to bombard my followers with do this, do that. <laughs> I mean, I use them almost every day, those products. If, uh, uh, But, uh, you know, I'm not there to just say, you know what, oh, here's my Epson wash, you know, or here's my CP compression socks and things like that. But I try to be authentic when I can. And, you know, part of me be hopefully that I can be an ambassador for them. Sure. Continue on like Maui Gym, you know, sunglasses. It's been fun to be able to just, you know, I, I use Maui Gym. I absolutely use it today. It was a little bit windy run at the <laughs> le, uh, Lake, Lake, Lake Bird, uh, Bird Lake. Uh, Running was a little bit, but I had my Maui gym, and I thought about it, tweeting and those things. I'm glad I had my Maui gym from that wind, you know, dust well, and stuff. So you've done good promotion here on the <laughs> podcast today. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, that's I, great. I, I try to try to care as much as I can with my sponsors, and I'm thankful for them to stick around with me. And I hope to be an ambassador for the sport of running that we all love. Oh, you certainly are, man. And I'm going to ask you a broad question before we get you out of here. Like, I know this is very hard to sort of define, but can you say? since you've had a few months to reflect being retired and all this stuff, what uh, the race was that you'll remember most? Was it the 2014 Boston Marathon? Was it winning New York? Was it a medal at the, the Olympics? I mean, what, I, I know that's very hard and, and, it, and, with, a, and with a big question. With a very long list of accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, I just tweeted yesterday my 26 marathons, mm-hmm. and I've been very fortunate to have many great races. But... No, nothing can top the Boston victory just because it was beyond running, you know, mm-hmm. like Olympic as an Olympic as an athlete, we always aspire to make an Olympic team and to be a medalist. And then for me not to go to Beijing and to come back and make my I couldn't wait four years. So I made my personal goal to win New York City Marathon as that was my Olympic gold medal. But the Boston 2013 disaster happened. And then I was there for four plus hours because as an elite runner, press conferences and, and media obligations you don't get to enjoy other finish so mm-hmm. I was there watching them and then catastrophic happened but you make a personal goal to be able to win the you know the Boston Marathon and to do it on that day that's the most meaningful and most epic uh, race and I think most uh, 
transcended beyond just racing, you know, uh, for all of us, just to give a little healing, hope and a healing process for the expedited healing process. Yeah, you g- you give me chills just even thinking about uh, that day, the one and that you won Boston. Um, they're doing a documentary. Talk about this documentary uh, that that's coming out soon, right? Yeah. So the do- uh, the documentary is called Map the Home Stretch. It's mm-hmm. kind of my last season, but also features the Boston 2014 and uh, me going with my daughters and my wife to Eritrea. So visit Eritrea. The Star Media went up there and. We cannot have done the, all the great footage without the collaboration of the BAA, Boston Athletic Association, and New York Road Runners as well. But uh, yeah, and then they show, you know, I just watched the New York City Marathon. I was so fed, <laughs> ready to go, and I stopped five times, and they're like, oh, if I didn't have to stop, how we all have, been how, there. How well could I have done, you know? You know no. what? I think some of that is good for us to see. Like, you're actually uh, mortal like I'm the rest mortal, of us, I'm you mortal. know? <laughs> yeah, so, and then, you know, there's another one, you know, going to San Diego and Mammoth Lakes, where I I reside and travel. I live in San Diego now, but come follow me around. And, uh, you know, the day-to-day basis, but most people see me on race day. So mm-hmm. I kind of live at a little different angle to see who I am as a husband, as a, a father, and also as a day-to-day in for with my sponsors or other other effects. Where are we going to be able to find that documentary? This documentary is uh, airing in uh, runnersworld.com. Cool. So there's five episodes. And then uh, if you had the run event, we just watched them. And then... Uh, so we'll see how we can collaborate with the running community and spread it around the world and, uh, and maybe show them in different races. Well, the three of us watched two of those episodes, and if there is the other three are as riveting as those two were, it's, it's something you don't want to miss. So it's very, very cool. So, Meb, so many great memories, uh, so many accomplishments in your career. I don't want to belittle any of the others. <laughs> However, uh, how – like – People must ask you about the push-ups at the finish line in Rio all the time. Is is do you get that more than anything else lately? Or absolutely, I mean, absolutely. The Rio Olympics it was more for my daughter to the youngest one. She was in London. The three of them mm-hmm. were there, but they don't remember London. They remember the vacation we took to <laughs> right. having ice cream. Uh, so a- my ice gr- cream again. Yeah, you know, yeah. I kind of following me around. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I was so excited to make one more Olympic team for so they can remember and then also represent our country one more time. We're in that USA jersey and. I was ready. I took my award-winning ceremony with me and uh, hoping to be in the podium. Uh, but, you know, you don't always get what you want. And mm-hmm. I worked very hard. And, uh, but the humidity got to me. So I stopped seven times. And then at the end, I'm like, I looked back and forth and see how many gap I have in between, between in front of me. It's because I know it's slick. So I'm like, don't avoid fall. Don't, <laughs> avoid, don't, don't try to fall. Don't try to slick and fall. As soon as I got, I took, I was taking my hat off like Joni did when she won her gold <laughs> right. medal. Salute the crowd, and then I just, I was a bad fall. I just <laughs> fell. Yeah. And then it was literally dragging distance from in my chest. I dragged myself to the finish line, and I did a couple push ups to let people know I was okay. But many people associate that, and I was like, that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> people drop in practice or in train when I yeah. see them to do push ups, and then they did that uh, this uh, right now also at the. Uh, run event, but you know, pe- when, even when I finished the New York City Marathon, people were expecting to do a push-up. But do I push-ups. was depleted. <laughs> I was done and finished, and uh, it was really hard for me to, uh, you know, to, to, to de- being depleted there. So, but yeah, the, uh, people know me for the push-up, and I don't want a medal, but I we can do a push-up. <laughs> I tell you what, man. If uh, you know, if people are expecting this to be your thing, it's good that you did that towards the end of your career. Right. <laughs> like if people not expecting you to do push-ups for 20 years, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, for the first time today, I hit the gym a little bit, so I gotta do those <laughs> things because people challenge you. You know, you go oh, on yeah. the races and they're like. In your honor, we'll just do a 10 push. I'm like, oh, I got the 10 push. I'm like, but I didn't do 10 in Rio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's been fun. Meb, I, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You're such a great ambassador for running. Uh, it's a thrill for us to have you here uh, at, the, at the running event. Thank you for, so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's always great to be able to share and, uh, and wisdom with others to be able to just, we encourage each other and yep. support each other. I will leave you with one note and as Nelson Mandela, the president of South Africa says, sports unites us more than anything else and that's what, we love talking sports and have fun with it. There he goes. That's Meb Kofleski. He joined us here on the Running Event Podcast brought to you by Formula 4 Media. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this.